You're listening to a 58 Ember production. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers, and welcome to Completely Fucking Clueless. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. That is a true fact. Welcome to Golden Hour episode. <laughs> yeah, it's Golden Hour in my apartment. I know. It may get, like, dark as this goes on, but... Probably. Your girl had to work, all right? I gotta pay the bills. Uh, I gotta try to move out. Slay. You know? Anyways, Barbie. Let's Barbie. talk about it. Let's talk about Barbie. I saw Barbie opening night. You did. Like, the night before it came out formally. Um, we saw it at eleven PM. We were in that theater until like one thirty. Shit. Um I I really liked it more than I thought I would. I yeah. thought it was going to be a little more bub- bubblegum, like sort of pink feminism. Um but it it, it was significantly more progressive than I anticipated it being. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Okay, so first off, I need to see it again because Olivia and I went and saw it at a drive-in, which was so Mm. fucking cool. The drive-in was very cute. cute. It was. It was, oh my gosh, when we were driving in, um, this little girl literally was having her birthday party there and they had like a table set up. It was so cute. Oh, for all of us, it was so funny because literally... I, I met up with some friends beforehand yeah. and I caught the train all the way up to like one fiftieth where they are. And the whole time, anytime you saw a group of people that were all wearing pink, you know, they had were just coming from or just going to. And so when I was with, I was with two of our friends and I was catching the train down to see it. And we ended up on uh, a subway car with a bunch of girls who had just seen it. Yeah. And another girl who's going to see it like a day later. And we were all being like, hi Barbie. Hi Barbie. And I'm sure the other people thought we were so obnoxious, but it like felt so cute and wholesome. And then on the flip side, the theater we were going to is in Times Square because we had a bunch of people oh. meeting up. And so then walking there, got a bunch of cat calling. And <laughs> it was like, wow, humanity. I know. Like, so many sides. Yeah. It, I just love seeing like the little kids who came and like their cute outfits. Like there were these three girls that were in like Barbie pajamas. There was like two small children at our showing. And I was like, the showing is at 11 p.m. What are you like, doing here? It went till 1.30 in the morning. Why are you here? Go to sleep, Barbie. Like, what and it was a thursday night it was a I right mean, i guess not a school night but it's I don't not school. yeah i always think about that because like i live in my hometown so i'm always thinking about like when i'm going to the train like oh i gotta beat like the school rush mm. and then i'm like wait these fuckers aren't in school well regardless i was surprised that there was like just two small children vibing small weird i know but it was uh, yeah so my experience at the drive-thru it while it was so cute and the food was delicious we weren't like far enough back to like comfortably like sit Mm. up and watch it so we had to like lean back and then we had to like lean our head in a weird way Mm. um so i do want to go see it again because for the first like 30 minutes of the video and of the video of the movie um olivia was like change seats with me babe like sit here like you'll have a better view and I was like no 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 like I'm fine like I'm fine um and then finally like 30 minutes and I was like please change seats with me and Olivia was like yeah I told you to do that like a hundred times but I felt bad I was like I don't want to like make you have a bad view and but like they were fine um so I finally like 30 minutes in I feel like the whole first part of the movie I was just like annoyed about how I was sitting um and then I finally paid attention relatable yeah so i need to see it again but i thought the i mean this has nothing to do with like the core power right costumes amazing like that chanel necklace that Mm -hmm. she wore everything that she wore was the design of the house like i'd already uh, seen a lot of the architectural digest piece on it but it was 
beautiful it was just so like aesthetically like up my alley i was loving it but i do think that i was actually talking about this with steph last night Mm -hmm. that the shock of the whole movie for me was ryan gosling Mm. because I did not think that like when he was cast as Ken we all thought he was a bit old right he everyone was, was like oh, like giving he's giving old grandpa vibes for Ken but I would say through like everything that I saw in the promotional I became no longer worried about him yeah I Ken. mean he looks good he was, was on the red carpet the promotional and also just like he seemed to really get the vibe of Ken yeah like I guess I when I think of Ryan Gosling I think of the notebook mm. so I've never seen the notebook no, what <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. We have to. Oh my God. I just like, I don't know. I've never really had any desire to watch it. Oh my God. One year for Christmas, I think I was in high school and this is when like, or maybe before high school. Cause this is when like DVDs were a thing. Mm-hmm. I asked my parents for like all the Nicholas Sparks DVDs. Do you want to know what my mom's Christmas gift to my sister and I was one year? I'm certain she gave us other gifts as well, yeah. but this was like a big deal. What was it? She would watch the full Star Wars movies. This was when there were significantly less there's now like a dozen more yeah um but she would watch all the star wars movies and not look at like a computer or a magazine wow and that was that, that was, was our gift, gift. i and never we were so saw excited. them i i've never You've been a star-, never seen star wars no i mean maybe i've seen like one or like yeah like one in passing but i've never really those or my, harry potter my dad named a company after star wars <laughs> I'm not kidding. One of his biggest companies he named after Star Wars. That's iconic. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that I never got sued by Disney. They gave yeah. out Jedi of the Year awards and like there was a whole magazine spread on. My dad doesn't work there anymore, but like how like they decorated their office all yeah. Star Wars themes. And I remember seeing that in high school and being like, how has Disney not sued them? Mm. But that sounds like someone else's problem. Per, period. Yeah, but overall I thought it was really great. Um, I thought it was funny. Oh, and Ryan Gosling. I just thought he was so funny. Yeah. Like, and that's what I wasn't expecting from the notebook, from like what I've seen him in in the past. Like he was just so great. I think what like I've seen a lot of discourse about the movie and like seen a lot of opinions. And A, I think there's been something really beautiful about like watching everyone connect about like girlhood and yes. like womanhood and whatnot. Um, and also seeing like I've seen a lot of people who are like trans women and trans men like talk about their experience with it and like how they related into it. And I've so much of that has been so beautiful. And I've also seen some people be like, I don't think it was progressive enough. Like they didn't mm. get into the intersectionality. And I agree. But like, I think what feels really moving is that the fact that it was this, the fact that it was just like talking about feminism as like the base idea. Yes. And like equality and showing that like the fact that that was a this is probably one of the biggest blockbuster movies of the year. The fact that that message was so explicitly laid out in a movie, like as much as it's not as far as I would like it to be like, that is really radical for the time we are. Yeah. For that to be shown to children, like all over the country of like, that is the lesson to be taught. Like, I think that's really good. Like my mom hasn't seen it yet. And I was talking to her about it today and I was ranting and I was like, you need to see it so I can rant. Um, and she was like, do you think your dad would like it? And I was like, he might. I mean, he also might pretend to not like it. Like, he used to love Glee. And he would <laughs> always say he was just watching it for us. And then he bought the Pitch Perfect soundtrack and said it was for us. And I was like, no, it isn't, you dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I think it would be something really good for him to watch. Because I know, like, like the biggest arguments I have tend to have with him are, like, he is a straight white man. And he has had a very hard life in a lot of ways. He has dealt with a lot of shit. Yeah. But I push him a lot on, like, recognizing, like, the privilege he has and like the privilege I have. And I think he struggles to comprehend that like he could have both had a very hard life and had a lot of privilege. Yeah. And I think like, I think it's a very simple message, but a very powerful thing to be 
like made by such like a corporation corporation yeah it was interesting actually i thought about that when i was watching the movie you know we're in like upstate new up upstate new york near connecticut watching this movie there's a lot of you know men in the audience and i was interested what their perspective was on the movie because i think as a woman obviously i relate to it so much and i'm like Every man should watch this and listen to this. But I, I, I get curious of what's going through the man's brain. Like, are you are you receiving this message? I'm curious as well. I mean, the only men's response that I've seen have been like, uh, not actually, but reading about like some like conservative politicians. Oh, how it's anti-men. Yeah. And it's like, it's teaching young girls to tape men. And it's like, no, it's not. It's teaching young girls that like patriarchy is a both hurtful to men and women. Yeah. And that like equality is an idea i'm like where is it teaching you to take hate men like <laughs> yeah because ken has this whole moment at the mm-hmm. end where it's like i'm kenneth everybody wants that on a sweatshirt yes. by the way and like i've seen so many things talking about how like even when like ken is the one to do her wrong and like takes over and like that's the thing is like in barbie land in the beginning yeah a bit of spoilers so skip over like a couple of minutes if you don't want to hear spoilers um in barbie land like men are not like expected to serve the women, but yeah. then when Ken comes back and introduces patriarchy, like they're brainwashing the women to making them serve. Like I've seen so many men like go and talk about how like it's unfair how the Kens are being treated in the like flip, and I'm like, they're at least not being treated with malice when right. it, like when Ken comes back or when Barbie goes to the real world, like women are treated with malice. Right. I think what was it? I agree with that. I think what was interesting about like pre Ken finding patriarchy was like sure like the like the barbies were like in charge of the government whatever but they like you said they the men were never men tried to be involved in the government they would have been allowed to be right (laughs) they never served like barbie when barbie was talking with ken she was just like like not focused on him like her whole energy didn't need to be all over him barbie ever did to ken was not love him right in the way he loved her exactly like also the last line I lost my mind at the last line. What was the last line? I'm it was her being like, I'm here for my gynecologist appointment. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I, like, Wait, I, l- I thought it was, I think all of us thought it was going to be like a job interview. Yes. Yes. And I was like, that is a hilarious way to end this movie. Barbie yes. has a pussy now. Literally. You're here first. Barbie has a pussy. <laughs> Olivia turns to me and goes, she found her vagina. I was like, <laughs> we all lost our shit in the theater. Like I, I never had you given me like a lineup of 300 insane ideas, I never would have picked that one no, of the lineup. Me either. I never thought about it, but it was like, I loved perfect. it. It was, it was the perfect way to end it. I had also seen a lot of stuff talking about how there was one scene that, uh, that Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie had to really fight with the, uh, Mattel executives to keep in. Oh, and while watching it, I remember being curious about that. And after the fact, I've seen that it was about the scene where Barbie is talking to the older woman on the bus stop. Oh, um, yes, yes. I've seen some, like, headlines about that. Yes. yes. And that wouldn't have been my first guess on the scene that they were fighting to keep. But, like, it Why? also makes so much sense of, like, I, I don't... I think the, the executives were saying it was unnecessary. But the reason they wanted to keep it in, I think, so much was that, like, it's... Barbie has not been taught to, like, hate women. And, like, she thinks this, like, older woman is so beautiful. And that is such a, honestly, like, revolutionary idea in a society where women's value like inherently goes down and women are hated for just the fact of aging and women are expected to fight it so much and like are held to such different standards 
um it was so kind of revolutionary to like have barbie look at her and be like you're so beautiful yeah because that is beautiful to her and that like she hasn't been taught her entire life that there is like inherent ugliness and aging yeah did you happen to see on tiktok the girl from bama rush's um controversy about it people replying to it but i didn't actually watch what she said yeah basically she just said that like this wasn't the barbie movie she was expecting like it wasn't all like it wasn't bubblegum and rainbows i was expecting it to be bubblegum and no me too glad that it wasn't i'm gonna be honest i expected it to just like be fun but be something very forgettable right no same i was like i don't know what i was expecting but what what came out of it was not it but it was so much better than i think it would it would have been if it was just bubblegum and rainbows because it's something that like you can actually take a message from like i think most people toward the end when you know she's like where that Billie eilish song plays and like all the the montage of like the life is happening like i was crying like Mm -hmm. it was emotional but yeah basically she got so much heat because she was like i didn't like the movie and and i just think her view is like closed like her she doesn't have a very like open view of you know yeah of of the message that was very good kind of unsurprising yes yeah but barbie was great so if you haven't seen it go see it because it is worth it it was and like also it was just so fun like i didn't do a huge like a costume outfit or whatever but i just like wore like a very cute barbie-esque outfit and it was so much fun i wore my pink puff dress yeah so i was very oh you were barbie here's the thing i wasn't that's not a very actually barbie outfit but it was very like pink right like and I straightened my hair, which I feel like is kind of Barbie-ish. But yeah, Ooh, um, that's a good outfit for the Barbie movie. It's a great outfit for the Barbie movie. It's not what I would wear if I was to dress up as a Barbie. Yes. Yeah. But like when I was walking down the street, girls on the street, they recognized they were like, and we would smile at each other. And it was just such a lovely moment. It is. Oh, Barbie. Barbie's Barbie. bringing the girls together. Barbara. I know Barbara that was cute like the the part with the older woman like um who was the uh, maker of Barbie I thought mm-hmm. that was cute slide slide wait guys ready oh I also I th- there was a couple lines that they got in that I was like I'm shocked they let them through one of them was I love white savior Barbie <laughs> I know it was really interesting that like Mattel like you know like allowed them to really like you know put it on the company I'm I'm surprised as well um uh, yeah 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 what I was surprised yeah iconic so into other life updates I know um what's happening so my notion's not working so i have oh, no notes in front of me i'm sorry no it's okay during our pause i'll um if you if you would like to check your, oh, your notes on my phone. guys notes um so i have a thank you that i think i meant to do like honestly two months ago and i might have already done it but i'm not sure and i'm not gonna go back and listen to all the episodes um but if i didn't when I mentioned not being able to mark messages as unread on text, oh, yeah. so many people reached out to me to be like, you dumb bitch. No, they were all very nice about it. Um, and so a genuine thank you from both me and my mother. My mother wanted me to communicate that she was thankful to the people. Um, to every single person who reached out to me because there was a bunch of people. Thank you. Don't know how we didn't know that. I think we mentioned it to my sister and she was like, yeah, that's been a feature for years. I'm like, fuck you. How have you never mentioned this? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have many major life updates. Your girl is still working and grinding and doing the thing. Um, So that's kind of been most of my life, especially because like now I work a nine to five. 
whatever. But I'm going to see Beyonce this weekend, which mm-hmm. should be very exciting. Cannot wait to up you. I cannot wait to update you guys. Um, I went away last weekend with Olivia, and it was so fucking nice it was just so nice to like get out of new york where it was still warm and Mm. like we sat out by like the lake and it was so nice but like there was a breeze there was no humidity i did not feel like i was going to absolutely pass out because it was so fucking hot you can feel the air it is today was in like the mid 90s and it said on the thing like feels like 100 and i i had a whole plan of today and it all got fucked because it was too hot to go outside no, and literally. I it was too hot, honestly, to clean my apartment. I put my shades down and had my AC going as much as I felt was appropriate. Because there was also a con ed thing of like, please don't use your electricity too much. Um, I started trying to clean, and I was like, it's this ain't happening. No, it's disgusting. I was saying to Audrey earlier, like, disgusting, I was disgusting. I was literally debating going to the office today because we had to record after I worked. And then once I saw the temperature, I was like absolutely not i was gonna put on makeup for recording and to be honest just like any sitting honestly in here is not even that comfortable currently yeah um and like the sun is starting to set and it's still pretty hot and the spot where i sit to do my makeup tends to be even hotter so i was like fuck this nah yeah i mean i'm also in my no makeup era right now yes i just like don't like like i love makeup don't get me wrong um but i'm just like in this era because i think because it's so fucking hot out my makeup just won't stay in my face yeah i'm like why put it on i think like i usually am in a way less makeup era in summer like i tend to not wear much makeup but i've just not been really like feeling the most confident so i do feel like i've been in a little bit more of a makeup girl era than i am in the summer normally Normally. just like i need that little zazz of like i've really been into purple eyeshadow with a little bit of glitter yeah i think it makes my eyes look really interesting slay i love that thank you yeah i feel like i've been doing so i've been like very much exploring my light makeup girly self this summer and i had a routine and then yesterday i was going to dinner with one of our friends steph and i was like we were going to like this nicer restaurant we went to this. It was actually very fun. We went to this like restaurant week thing at this like place. Yes, I always forget to participate in restaurant week. Me too. The o- Actually, the only reason I found out about this thing was because I was on threads and I saw this thread about this girl. I fucking join in threads. <laughs> you can't make me. I, I haven't really been on it since, but I saw this thread about um, a girl who does has a uh, it's called absence of proof and it's a non-alcohol spirits. And they yes. were doing this like a uh, thing at this restaurant they were doing mm. yeah so i was like oh steph like do you want to go to this so we went and but it was a nicer restaurant so i kind of had to look nice yeah. but i did my makeup in 30 minutes which is sorry like i never do that but i now have been putting my nars reflecting foundation like i'll put a pump of it in my um moisturizer which i really like i think part of the reason why like i'm more okay with makeup in summer is i don't wear like full foundation like yeah you never wear full foundation i don't like the look of it i don't like the feel of it like i'm very sweaty like it doesn't wear well on me like i wear i wear milk's sunshine skin tint or fucking whatever that like is it's a tint i just don't i don't like the sensation of foundation yeah i feel like after this summer after like trying like a like a lighter look i feel like less is more like i i really like how i'm looking i like with the look of skin coming yes. through even if it means you can see like my fucking acne and like breakouts and whatnot i'd rather that than have it look makeup yeah i feel like now even like i don't want to do eyeliner i don't want to even put that much eye um eyeshadow on my eyes like i'm just like keep it to the fucking basics 
yeah that's where i'm at but those were all my updates for me what about you anything going on um my only other thing is clueless moment oh yeah it's my bathroom has been smelling really bathroomy recently. I don't know if it still is. Earlier today, it was I didn't, really bad. Really? I didn't smell anything when I went in. It was like, not like, like shit or anything. Like it wasn't <laughs> smelling poopy. Like it just <laughs> is smelling like, you know how sometimes bathrooms really smell bathroomy? And it's just been smelling. Like bleachy? No, I, I don't know how to describe it. Just like mm. really bathroomy, almost a little musky. Oh. And I like keep checking, like everything's clean. I keep cleaning things. And like whenever it's smelling in there, I'll like go around to the different parts of my room, the bathroom. I mean, it's not very big. And like try and smell and figure out where it's coming from. And I cannot fucking figure it out. But every once in a while I go in there and it smells bathroomy. Like interesting. And I'm, I'm so fucking confused, people. This sounds like a confusion, a clueless moment that we're having in my household. My mom has a car. <laughs> my mom has a car. <laughs> my mom has Not a to <laughs> brag, but my mom has a car. She has a car. It's actually a very nice car. She has a BMW. Uh. Uh, um, but basically, every time I get in it for like the last, like I want to say four months, it smell. It has this like sour milk smell, mm. and I'm like, "What are you guys putting in here?" And it's so funny because my mom and dad can't smell it. I bet because they are, use the car yeah. so much. But everybody else, so anybody who I get in there, I'm like, "Do you think it smells in here?" And my parents think I'm on this like rampage of like insulting their vehicle, and I'm not. It actually fucking smells in there. I tend to get a bit car sick, and so when it smells in a car, it's just bad. And particularly because I don't really ever ride in cars anymore i feel like my car sickness has gotten much worse yeah it's like a weird smell at first i thought it was like a bo smelling like smell and Mm. now it just like smells like sour milk and i'm like you guys need to olivia brought up a good point like maybe there's something in the vents like Mm. i was like Mm. uh, sour smells for clueless moments of the hot so yummy (laughs) no i literally i closed my bathroom door earlier because i was like i feel like the bathroom smells leaking into the rest of my bed my, my apartment it's two rooms um so i literally closed the door because it was like it smells so bathroomy interesting oh yeah all right nasty okay you guys we have a really fun topic for today before we start yes please nancy purdy warning for the whole rest of the episode whole rest of the whole episode rest of it. do if you know us uh, like if you're an adult in our lives Turn it Turn off, it off. now. I was talking to my parents on the phone before you came over. Yes. And I said, as a heads up, the episode they're recording today, don't listen to it. It's our 69th episode. And then my dad proceeded to make a joke where he was like, oh, what else could it be about? You could make it about like your dad who's 69, who he's so old, he doesn't even get that reference. And I'm like, but you clearly do because <laughs> you're making a reference to it right now. And I merely was just like, yeah, okay, we all know what it's about. And I don't really want to have the conversation with you. So let's just move on. Move on. Just don't listen to it. I The limited amount that I've learned about my parents' sex life has been too much. <laughs> Which, honestly, the worst conversation I ever had with my father. Well second worst um was i one time asked him about why he had married his first wife and he started telling me well you know she was the first woman i had sex with and i went that's not what i asked and he said no that is what you asked and i went that is very much not not what what i I asked not what i asked what i asked not what i asked but yeah so from here on out bye Bye. (laughs) okay so we're back to talk about Sex. sex um fun fact since we left off because there was a brief interlude where we stopped in between the intro and this to reset things anyway someone arrived we have a live studio audience <gasps> Woo! 
And that person is Sarah's partner. Olivia. <laughs> you, they can't, you, you know, they're not on camera, so. Oh. You might have. There we go. You definitely could pick that up. Yes, for um, sure. So Sarah's going to get to tell stories about their sex life in front of her partner. I'm like, great. <laughs> Which is very funny for me. <laughs> Which is so funny for you. Okay, where do you want to start? Do we want to start with like how we're feeling about sex currently? Yeah. We're gonna, and then work we're into the chat about Yeah, we're going to chat okay. about where we're at with our like sex sex life approach to it whatever now and then we're gonna go into dumb fucking stories we have about sex exactly Woo! Woo! do you want me to start or do you want to start you start oh great <laughs> i can start if you no want. it's okay i'm gonna start um yeah so i how am i feeling about my sex life right now so i feel like for the past like three years since olivia and i got together my sex life has been really hard for me mm-hmm. i feel like especially for like having known about my sexuality for so long, but like pushing and pushing it down. I think it was really hard for me to start sudden, suddenly like changing my sex life. However, I would say in the last like six months has been like the best I've ever felt sexually, like with my sex life, because I think I'm finally starting to actually like open up about what I'm actually feeling Mm -hmm. about sex and, and the shameful things and the things that are making me feel like bad about myself. So, and these are like the few things that I think have helped me sort of like reach this point of like, I'm feeling really good and great. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. Like still things can get hard. I'm going to tell a story in a second about that, Mm -hmm. but it's not like it used to be. So I would say like things that have helped me are having a really good open communication with my partner around sex. We talk about it very often, what we like, what we don't like, all of those things. I think it's like really, it can be like, look, I'm going to not going to lie. It's like fucking awkward like it's vulnerable it's uncomfortable but I feel like only good things have ever come out of it Mm -hmm. because I think we always expect people to just know, like know what we like, know what we want. So often that we expect people to read our fucking minds and then get annoyed when they (laughs) can't literally. And so how is this other person supposed to know like how you're feeling about it? But yeah, I I mean anybody who's dating somebody, like I just highly recommend talking about it like as Mm -hmm. much as you can, even if it's uncomfortable. Like sometimes I'll literally write notes on my phone because I can't say it out loud. don't get that yeah because it's like uncomfortable yeah it's deeply deeply vulnerable literally I guess I didn't even realize how vulnerable it was because I think like when you talk about sex with your friends it can be very fun and exciting and like goofy I think especially with the way women are taught about sex like you are kind of taught like it's not for you you're not really meant to enjoy it like yeah sex the way that it's taught is very male gaze and men centered right and I think that's what had like has been tripping me up with sex like you know coming into like my queerness like I feel like it's it's uh, like I it's been hard for me to like let that go um and defocus it and so it's taken a lot of like effort um to do that um I also think something else that's really helped me like with my sex life is talking post-sex um like I I called it a post-sex talk (laughs) um and like sex recap yeah literally and whether that's like talking about like what just like transpired Mm -hmm. or like laughing or something like I think because for me like during sex I was fine but then after sex I would start like thinking and spiraling and just like all these things and so talking after would like 
let me not do that and not spiral and I would get to focus on like the really great things that just happened and like why they were great and like that you know like you know Ken's not bringing the patriarchy to my bedroom you know so (laughs) so um I feel like that has also been super helpful And then I will go into my vulnerable sex story. And I just want everybody to know, Olivia and Audrey, I'm not telling the full story of this, okay? Because it's a little bit vulnerable. But I'll tell you guys, like, another vulnerable part of it. So Olivia and I were having sex the other week. (laughs) um, And... I had climax. So I'll use that word. I had climax and literally 2.2 seconds later started hysterically crying. Like guys, it was the most insane like experience of my life. Like you just had this very high high. And then literally I started like laughing. Like I was like laughing (laughs) and then crying like just like instantly and it was this weird week like I had already been having a lot of like shameful thoughts that week and which was out of the norm like I know it's like happening happening self uh not self subconsciously but I it was never happening so consciously but that week it really was and then you know we had had sex and I just like started crying um and just feeling all of these like really intense emotions and I wanted to talk about it because I think in that moment I felt very embarrassed. Like, you know, it's very like, what the fuck is happening? Like, you're not supposed to cry during sex. Like, what? Um, But like after talking with my partner, talking with my therapist, like this is a normal thing that happens to people. So I thought it'd be important to talk about it because like if this has happened to you or like it it's happens tons to you. of fucking hormones and chemicals. Wow. I can't chemicals. Speak. Chemicals just running straight through like crazy through your body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was great because in that moment, like Olivia and I were able to talk and like mm-hmm. talk about like, you know, this is what I'm like experiencing. And we are also able to laugh about it because it was just like so like kind of funny. And like if you knew the full story, you'd know why we're laughing about it. But I can't. I can't. I, I just <laughs> literally cannot. Um, but. Um, oh, wait. I think I do. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. um yeah, but I just think like sometimes, especially in your 20s with and I don't get me wrong, like love Alex Cooper, call her daddy. But I think sometimes people especially in the 20s it's like crazy sex crazy sex life hook up with all these people like split on the dick like all that shit but like some what wait what was that last thing you said split on the dick (laughs) that's what i thought you said (laughs) what is that like split on the dick like oh like bouncy i've never heard someone say that (laughs) split on the dick i've never split on the dick guys i'm not that flexible but um (laughs) but yeah, I just wanted like to like highlight that sex doesn't always have to be this like crazy like I mean, and we're going to tell crazy stories because it does happen sometimes, but I think it's okay for things to be like normal and average. And I think it took me a second to realize that too. Like if I some and sex can be funny. Weird sounds happen during sex. Oh my god! I, you you Weird can start sounds. hysterically crying. Like it can, it's such an interesting experience, and I think you know I had put so much pressure on myself. Like, sex always has to be this like you know every single time has to be like a movie, and that's just like not what real life is. Like we all have shit going on. Sometimes it's like you have 20 minutes and like, you just want to like get it in quickly or you've had a long day and you're fucking tired. Like, or like, you know, it's, there's a lot of things that can like, like interrupt the sex life, especially as you get older. So, you know, 
don't feel bad about yourself if like you don't have all these like crazy stories like it's okay for it to just be like normal and average yeah yeah so what about you i'm really representing the girlies who are just kind of accidentally abstinent <laughs> um, I in the notes i wrote audrey how are you feeling are you wanting to make moves to possibly have sex with somebody what do you i feel? know i read that and i was like what a subtle dig at me <laughs> I just curious me. curious because we haven't talked about it in a while so i was talking to a friend about it recently and i realized this won't officially hit until this fall but this fall it will have been three years since i've done anything beyond kissing with someone <laughs> which is longer than i realized longer than i intended um that feels pretty crazy it was yeah. fall of our senior year the last wow. time i did anything more than like kiss someone for like under a minute yeah um so it's it's been weird a lot of my like more adult life i've been on like antidepressants which affect your sex drive yes oh and my god i also was like a person relatively later to the game like i i had sex my freshman year of college but i hadn't done essentially anything before that like i went from kiss someone to we skipped all the middle steps and then went straight to having sex um and i basically had sex with that person three times and then our relationship ended and yeah. then i didn't have sex again for like another two years when I was in a relationship with someone yeah um and then broke up with that person for summer of the pandemic and then kind of hooked up with someone senior year that fall um but haven't done anything since then and I'm on different meds now that affect my sex drive less the meds that I was on beforehand I was on a super high dose of Prozac like the the ending of my last relationship was partially like definitely not entirely but a small portion of it was like due to sex shit which was just like it's on such a high dose of antidepressants i had no interest in sex like sex was just not enjoyable for me yeah um and there's definitely is a part of me that like wants to get back out there and get involved but like i i'm not a hookup person i'm not either i wrote that like in my like or in one of the stories i had right now i'm not a part of hookup culture however i do not judge anybody no, that no participated it. it just like doesn't work for me like i've i've only had sex with two people um and i don't really want to date someone right now um and then not going to go into any details of this at all but like just an additional thing that is a part of it that i want to acknowledge with like a brief trigger warning is um in 2018 i was sexually assaulted and that's something that honestly it's it's been fucking like five years now but it's something that like i'm still not really good with i still like i still like have a lot of shit with that and mm. i'm very like strangers scare me and it wasn't even a stranger who did this but like i like even with my like last partner, like I, I literally spoke to him one time of being like, Hey, I'm sorry that I flinch sometimes when you touch me. Like I have a lot of shit to work through with that. And like, that's an additional thing that just makes it so like hooking up's not really going to work for me. Yeah. Um, and so when like I talk with all of my friends, I like definitely feel a little embarrassed and awkward. Like I was kind of a late bloomer and like no one was really interested in me in high school. And I definitely like, I still kind of feel like a late bloomer. Like I, I've yet to have sex with a woman. I've only had sex with two people. Um, and both were kind of in a phase where I didn't enjoy sex at all. Like mm -hmm. I own a dildo now because I was like, I don't know if I have any capacity to enjoy any level of penetrative sex. Mm. And I figured out that I can, but like for a long time, I really didn't enjoy penetrative sex. Um, and so I also feel behind on that front. Like I just feel unfamiliar behind and like, goofy and so it all feels goofy. very scary um 
So I don't know. I'm, uh, I keep being torn. I'm not really sure where I'm at. I own now two sex toys. Slay. Um, Love a good sex toy. And yeah, I, I'd like to, but it's just like, I, I think that I need to like actually maybe work through some of my shit. Yeah. Beforehand. Yeah. It's interesting how like complicated or um, complex sex is. It really yeah. is. Cause you know, as like a horny teenager or high schooler for me, like I was just like having sex and it like wasn't, I did, I did nothing in high school. Yeah. I was fucking like a bunny rabbit in high school. Like I'm no, not even going to lie about it. Not at all. I like kissed two people in high school. Yeah. And like, did nothing else. Yeah. I feel like in high school, like the two relationships, like prominent relationships that I had, like it was interesting. So the first one I had, he like, it was all about his pleasure. And the mm. thing is, that was my, fr- the, that's the person I yeah. lost my virginity to. Oh, I mean, the to? person I lost my virginity to was pretty aggressive, which is not a problem, but like you talk he, about he it. Knew, well, the first time we hooked up, right. he started choking me and did not give me any warning. And I was just like, this is the moment I die. Okay. Um, and then the first time we had sex, which he knew was the first time I was having sex. Yeah. He also choked me during that. And I was like, hey, dude, maybe don't. Like, if we don't talk, like, this you got to talk about it. <laughs> you're like a six foot four man. Like, what if you murder me? But the thing is, and I think your story points this out too, like, we, like you don't know any better at the time. So at no. the time, like, I didn't know that, like, I, I didn't even know women could, like, come until my second relationship mm-hmm. because that, it wasn't about that. Yeah. And then my second relationship, as bad as that relationship was, I think, like, we did have a very active and, like, you know, crazy sex life. And so I, like was figuring out all these things about myself for like the first time, like as a sexual like human being. And I think you're in high school. There's a lot of hormones Mm. going on, like all of that. Um, I think I was too anxious to be horny in high school. Well, the thing <laughs> I'm, I'm literally not kidding. I was like horny, but like he was just horny to another extent. Yeah. Like it was insane how many like it was just like and then it got to the point where I was like, this relationship is sex. Like yeah. we could not function if we were not having sex with each other, which is a problem. Like, you know, but I couldn't didn't realize that until like, you know, I was outside of yeah. the relationship. Um I forget where I was going with all of this, but yeah. You were really horny in high school. Yeah, that's it. I was horny in high school. I mean, I was like, I just like, yeah, I feel like it. everybody has like a different experience. Yeah. I, I feel like the thing that I feel the most contrast or the most like sort of dissonance with is I think I read as a person who, or at least maybe in college, read as someone who like is more sexually active mm. than I am. I think people are generally surprised at how little sex I've had. I get where you're coming from though, because I feel like if I was not in a relationship, I would not be having a lot of sex. Like the times where I've been single, like I don't have like, I, cause I, I just have a really hard time with hookup culture. However, like getting into like sex stories, like I did, I have had one, one night stand in Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was because I felt like very comfortable with this person, but also I was drunk. It was a 26 Canadian cop. <laughs> I remember this story. Yes, Canadian cop. <laughs> the three Canadian cops. And I couldn't go on this trip because I had acute kidney failure right I, before spring break, which is like so mean. Like that yeah. was just so mean of the universe. I it was know. literally days before spring break. Literally. And we, we, us and two other friends, were supposed to go to Punta Cana and I was in the hospital with acute kidney failure. Like what? 
And I was like, fuck this, dude. Give me a fucking break. You guys, it was so funny. So Audrey was like writing some notes while I was finishing (gasps) up work before we started recording. And I accidentally saw one of Sarah's notes. In my defense, it said my name twice. And by that, I mean it said my name and Olivia's name. And because Olivia's name was also my name, I like (laughs) doubly read it. I was trying really hard not to, but I just saw it. And I was like, Sarah! Uh, yes so it says audrey olivia and i did have sex in your shower last summer so <laughs> it wasn't actually my shower it, it was, was my parents house guest room shower right. i wouldn't have had an issue either way but i would have been like god damn like i really hope no one has sex in my new bedroom before i do but also at this rate i can't be mad if someone does <laughs> like someone might have already i don't have like cameras or fucking anything in there okay so i bring this up because so we were coming back i think it was like on the fourth of july um we were coming back from the boat yes. and everyone has to shower once you get yes the boat. yeah and we have to shower so i was like olivia and i will just take a shower together yeah. and i think it was steph or travis and they were like well don't have like sex or whatever and i wasn't really <laughs> even thinking about having it until like we got into the shower (laughs) and then i think steph made a comment after like about it too and i was like (laughs) and she was like you had sex in the shower i was like yes i did i found with my ex the one of the biggest not actual issues but uh i tend to like cooler showers and so whenever we would shower together Oh my god it was cold would, no it would just be like whenever i was under the water i'd turn it down and then i would turn <laughs> it up for when he was stepping under the water <laughs> i don't like really hot showers i like a like a good warmth but i don't want it like burning hot i tend to take like lukewarm okay luke lukewarm interesting mm-hmm. interesting yeah so that was one of my funny sex stories i feel like my sex stories are not like that crazy i've been walked in on so many times like it's ridiculous i've never been walked in on but in my old apartment uh in college that i was in for two years so i would lock my room whenever we were having sex because i we all walked into each other's rooms all the time and i think i actually managed to never walk in on any of my other roommates having sex but definitely other people walked in on each other so i would lock the door when we were having sex and so We've just gone back from like winter break or something. I hadn't seen my then boyfriend for like a while. Yeah. And he had driven me back from the airport. And so we immediately got back and like went into my bedroom and we were having sex. And my roommate comes up to the door and she like knocks on it and I don't answer. And then like knocks on again, like tries the door. And then she turns to everyone and our walls aren't very thick. So I could hear all this. And she goes, oh, they're probably having sex. Which we were, but then like you can't continue having we, sex when somebody is like that. announcing it. So it's we just like <laughs> stopped and we just re got dressed and like walked out like shamefully. It's like when I cried after having sex with Olivia and I was like <laughs> Oh yeah. And I was like, Do you wanna continue? And they were like, No Babe, once you start crying, like kinda it's ruins the vibe. <laughs> kind of not the vibe anymore <laughs> so do you want to continue okay so back to like cr- crazy sex stories before we get into your guys's because you, mm-hmm. like, so a few of you sent us yours which is so nice um so i would say my funniest sex story doesn't even have to do with me having sex okay so basically i was in high school and a friend of mine had thrown a party even though she was sick with fucking mono at the time. Oh, God. But one of our friends was about to move away, so she threw her a party. Mm-hmm. And she decided to go to bed early, and she said, you guys, like, go, because at the at the time, my then-boyfriend was, like, at a house down the street. She was like, you guys go, and then just come back whenever you're done. Mm-hmm. So around 2 a.m., we come back, and, you know, I'm not coming back with my then-boyfriend to my friend's house. Yeah. But I was with another friend who came, and she was also staying there for mm-hmm. the night. And she was talking to this guy and, you know, he starts coming back to the house with us. Mm. 
And I was like, why is he coming with us? Like, we're sleeping at a friend's house. Like, her mom's there. It's inappropriate. Like, whatever. So we literally, like, walk in our house. He's following us up the steps. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Where's this going? So I get into the bed. I'm, like, on the top bed, and they're on the pullout bed. And they, like, lay down in the pullout bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, five minutes in, I start hearing, like, moaning and noises and whatever and i'm like sarah go to sleep sarah go to like i just like put i literally remember putting my hand like on my ear being like sarah go to sleep eventually i go to sleep and the next thing i know it's 6 a.m in the morning and that friend wakes me up and she's like sarah we have to go like you know katrina's mom said she's still not feeling well they're gonna go to the doctors like something like that so of course i like get up and i'm like okay like going right and so we walk to this nearby bagel place and once we get to the bagel place in order and we sit down she goes her mom walked in on us last night having sex. She got very mad about it. And yeah. <laughs> so she basically woke me up because she was in trouble and wanted to escape the trouble. Um, yes. So that's like the funniest or like just like kind of craziest situation I've really ever been in sex wise. I feel like the weirdest place I've had sex is uh, we had a, our apartment in college. Uh, you would share like laundry with people on the floor and it was like, Oh my God, in the laundry room. Yeah. In Crest. I had sex that's... in the Crest laundry room. There was no locking the door. Wow. Um, that's ballsy. I love that though. Like the adrenaline, like of somebody possibly coming in. Yes. And it was also, it was late at night. And the other issue was there was people having a 24 hour Harry Potter marathon in our apartment. And the wall that the TV against was the wall against my bedroom wall. And the walls were very thin. Yeah. No, I have found out that my, my former roommate has since told me, she was like, yeah, no, there was definitely times where I could hear sounds coming from your bedroom. And I was like, I hate that. Um, But yeah, I think the funniest thing that ever happened was uh, one time. Well, a, a little bit tipsy with my then boyfriend, um, I texted my roommates asking if any of them had any sort of restraints and none of them <laughs> did, but one of them texted back saying me and my partner previously have used ballet tights and that's worked great. So, um, I have both tied someone up and been tied up with ballet tights. They do work. I mean, Iconic. but it does make it putting them on for 8 a.m. ballet the next morning feel a little different <laughs> feel a little funny i know olivia got me the cutest pink handcuffs they're leather have i, I really never sent you a picture of them i don't think you have i think we've spoken about oh them, my gosh but I don't think i've seen them they're so cute and i thought i had lost them but i recently found them i think the most embarrassing not like well the most embarrassing sex story for me was uh in college i read like i was our classes manager and i read class meetings and one time right before a class meeting i was having sex and then something got in my eye Oh, and then I had to immediately go to the class meeting because I was already running behind because I've been having sex and my eye was very obviously irritated (laughs) and I kept rubbing (laughs) it the whole time and I was having to leave this meeting and you took over for part of it and I was like, thank God, I need a minute. And I just kept rubbing it and I was like, God, this is, uh, and it was, I, yeah, I'd come in my eye and it was really <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That it's never hit my eye, but it like got in my hair or like, just like, yeah, it's, it's not cute. Like, no, that. it hurt. I was like, this is so embarrassing because <laughs> I was like, I just had one eye that was really red and I was like, Oh God, that was bad. In high school, I got pink eye in both eyes. And so everyone just thought I was super stoned at school. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and I was like, Nope. All right. Should we read some of yes. the things that I people have sent us? I deeply enjoyed these so much. I, I love it. Okay. I'm a little perv. So this one says, it was the day of the biggest event on campus my sophomore year, and my dorm room was in an arch right above it. I was sitting on my partner's face when Old Town Road by Little Nas X starts blasting. Sly. Yeah. 
Sly. There was definitely dorms at Elon where you could see people fucking. Yeah. I don't... I mean, Sheridan. But, like, that was Olivia and I. You could see my bedroom from the road at Crest. But we were, like, so far away from the road. But still, my ex would always make me close the windows. And I was like, that's so... Like, no one's... Like, we're, like, 20 feet away from, like, the sidewalk. Like, no one's looking. And if they are... Go ahead. Slay. <laughs> if they're looking, that's a slay. Good for them. I think this one is funny. I took poppers once while having sex yes. and had already <laughs> taken an edible and straight up lost consciousness for a minute. It was crazy. Um, I love this one that says, the day I lost my virginity, I walked out of his room to his dad sitting in the living room. It was my first time meeting him and I was horrified. I went to shake his hand and he responded with a fist bump. <laughs> No, I think I was mortified. Like, so there was a period where my brother, my little brother had walked in on me. My dad had almost walked in on me. And so like, and I guess, you know, you could hear like the, then uh, at that time I had had like a pull out Mm -hmm. um, couch. And so I guess you could like hear it. And my dad and my mom. I had an ex who had a bed on wheels. And I was like, so we had sex a lot on the floor and. It ow. hurt my knees. Yeah, like, ow. And at the time, my parents, like, literally ended up having a discussion with me and were <laughs> like, you cannot do that in the house. And I was, like, mortified. I was like, oh, I my don't, God. I don't think I ever did anything in my old, like, childhood house. Because I went to boarding school. I've been hooking up in my childhood bed since I was 12. Yeah, now we're in a new house, and I obviously haven't hooked up with anyone in that. Um Crazy. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Like, I've had multiple friends have sex at my house and i have yet to have sex in my house behind the times when you find the right person yeah yeah it'll happen eventually maybe yeah it will um it will. okay wait let me make sure oh okay let me go to the one, one, one in yeah. the messages okay hold on because i'm excited to hear this one this is the me only too. one that i haven't, heard I haven't read this one either Ooh. oh it's a surprise <laughs> The surprise. Okay, here we go. One time when my boyfriend and I first started dating, he was going down on me and he was doing the ABC technique. Okay, yes. He got to the letter E and F and I sit up, look at him and say, are you doing the fucking alphabet right now? <laughs> that is funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I had a prior partner tell me that they would do like script letters down there, which I thought was an interesting. They would do song lyrics with script letters. I one time I literally I don't know if you you know, the how there's the two movie that one of them is no strings attached and one of them is friends with benefits. Yes. Whichever one has Justin Timberlake in it. There's a line where he's going down on Mila Kunis and Mila Kunis is like, you're not trying to dig to China. <laughs> and I said that to one of my past partners because he no offense to him. He was very bad at oral. Um, and I was like, you're not trying to dig to China with your tongue. Like, that's doing nothing, sir. Nothing. Um, to the point at which I'm going to be honest. I was always just trying to get him to stop because he was so, so bad oh, at it. Oh, that sucks. Um, in his defense, this was when I was on like 60 milligrams of Prozac. But yeah. he's also the one who asked me, how many orgasms did you have? And I said, oh, um, I don't keep track. Oh, my God. Dude, you'll know. That's when you don't know. That's like those videos of guys when um, like comedians on the street will be like, how many tampons do you think a girl like uses during her period? Um, it's hysterical. It's it was like it was just like it felt so embarrassing for me for him. And I like I'm not someone who's really ever faked an orgasm. But like when someone confidently asks 
how many orgasms did you have? Like you that, can't say zero. That's scary. I would be like, what? Have you never like watched like porn I, well, or like it, it did research? make me think. I was like, you've dated multiple other people. Have like, can you really not? tell like it just made me like re-examine i'm like i really think it's very obvious wait asking an, a question to the studio audience babe can you tell like when i like i mean can like do you feel like a, a different there's a, a squeezy <laughs> like when yeah so so your clitoris becomes a lot more more gore yeah Right. Right. And but Right. No, I know that. I feel like you could tell by the physical, but I'm more like, can he, could he not tell like with like, because I know that because even like when you're fingering somebody like you can feel the clit like yeah. get bigger. So I'm concerned for him. Obviously, you feel. Yeah. The bad. No, yeah he yeah, was yeah. inserted. And that's how I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, you would notice there's very obvious contractions <laughs> there's contractions and i just like i remember being like i like i truly was just so flabbergasted for him that i was like yikes <laughs> if you can't tell it didn't happen wait there's a part two to the alphabet story oh my god yes he told the story to his guy friends recently and they died laughing and i was there and they looked at me and were like wait can, you can tell and i responded with yeah it's my fucking vagina bro <laughs> it's got like the most nerve endings that you have on your body i know that's honestly so hysterical yeah sex stories are like they can be i feel like everybody has like really funny sex stories and i like don't except for the crying one i don't have many that were like <laughs> Olivia's laughing. i don't think i have many that are like legit funny i think i just have many of like men having a lack of understanding yeah i think that, but like that blows my mind like the lack of understanding i agree yeah and it just honestly even in the moment and especially looking back i was like this is embarrassing for you that you think that i know it really is and even like as i've gotten older i think when i was younger i would fake i would try and fake it and stuff like that and now i just feel like i'm in a relationship where i can just be like hey it's not going to happen tonight. I do <laughs> think that I'm at a point where I haven't obviously had the opportunity to test this in reality, but I do think that I'm at a point where like I would tell a partner like, Hey, this is, this is for me. Penetration on its own does not do enough. I need no. other stimulation. Um, and we're like, if I was having sex with someone, I'm going to tell them that because I'm going to be honest, I've had sex too many times where it was just straight up not enjoyable for me. And I'm just not doing willing to do that anymore. If I'm having yeah. sex, I would like to enjoy it. Um, and preferably I'd like to orgasm. So yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. I feel like with uh penetration now I've realized that I like sort of enjoy it. Like after I've climaxed, then I like it for like maybe a minute or two. And then I'm like, all right, I'm done. I like, here's the thing. I'm actually very okay with it at this point. I've just realized like, Four we just go straight straight no. from like zero to a hundred and that do not doesn't work underestimate well. the power of foreplay yeah never never well thanks for 69ing with us <laughs> oh yeah also we took a poll on whether or not people like 69ing i don't do you no it's it, too too much going on at once like yeah. I, I mean look and maybe this is like the pillow princess in me but like <laughs> 
I went like somebody is pleasing me. Like I want to feel it. Like I don't want to be also trying to get yes. you off. At and the then same there's time. also like height differences. I just I think it's more complicated than like practically works. Like there's other sex I would rather have. Yeah, yeah. It's just like not my favorite. No. I, I I I I like to focus on my pleasure when mm. it's happening, or like focus on the other person. But I don't want to. Yeah. Like I want to be able to place a hundred percent of my attention on you. Yeah, I do. Mm. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. To, oh my God, my words were just tripping over. Let me try that again. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I just did it again. Cut. Thank you for so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you th- you enjoyed it. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow, and comment, and all of the things. We hope you have an amazing Tuesday and an amazing week. And we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to be motherfucking Kalula. And I really hope Nancy Purdy didn't. I know. To that's, this. that's. I don't think she would. I know. I know. Maybe I'll say what really happened in the story if I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Purdy can listen. No, if like I can prove it. Oh. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.